everyone from all of us at Saskatoon Open Door Society. Welcome to our Cultural Bridging podcast series, Culture Clinic, with Cultural Bridging hosts Michael Afemfia and Anita Oorlu. Today, Michael and I have with us a newcomer from China. Sinti will tell us some of his stories about his first 90 days in Canada and some of the challenges and joys he faces regarding culture shock in Canada. In many ways, Michael, we're all susceptible to some form of culture shock when we leave home. I remember it took me about three years to overcome my culture shock after moving to Toronto for my education at 18, especially as I came from a farm in rural Saskatchewan. At first, I was like a tourist in Toronto, gazing at the skyscrapers, delighted I had finally escaped my small town. But it didn't take long before I was seen as a country hick. I tried hard to fit in, changing my dress to appear more of a city slicker. Students at Ryerson were most judgmental when they learned I was from Saskatchewan. But the best thing about Toronto, Michael, were all the new faces and from around the globe. Only then did I learn where the Middle East was. Can you imagine? As I befriended Iranians escaping the 1980s eight-year-long war in, with Iran and Iraq. We were all forced to adjust to our new environment. We were all going through some form of culture shock. Although there were numerous misunderstandings, I'm forever grateful to having those fortunate encounters because only by knowing newcomer Iranians was I able to expand my horizons that eventually saw me move to world-class city of Istanbul, Turkey in 1993. Now Toronto's a small town for me. What about you, Michael? Certainly you must have experienced culture shock when you came to Canada. For sure, Anita. Uh, but before Canada, I remember many years ago, I was in Copenhagen, Denmark for the yearly climate change conference. Mm. It was dead of winter and my first time being out of my country at that time of the year. Because I hadn't experienced that kind of cold, I didn't know what to expect when the forecast showed it was going to be minus something degrees. <laughs> <laughs> so I wore my shirt and a jacket and I felt that I was okay. No one told me about layering up. As we stood on a queue to be let into one of the conference venues, I started shivering. The guy next to me noticed and he said I could rub my palms against each other. And if that didn't help, I could try jumping up and down. <laughs> Anita, I still feel foolish thinking about oh, it. Yeah. But Canada has been a different experience for me. I learned to dress up in layers. But one day I forgot my gloves in the car and dashed into the mall. I could tell you what happened to my hands. But let me save that story for another oh, day. Oh, Michael, I'm so sorry. Frostbite, possibly? The worst kind. Oh, Michael. Please, I beg you. Don't make me relive <laughs> that, <laughs> that experience. Sorry. <laughs> and the pain. Yeah. Oh, so today we host a newcomer, as we said, from China, Sinti, who's happy to talk about his first 90 days in Canada. Could you introduce yourself, please? Thank you, Anita, and Michael's invitation. It's incredible to have this opportunity to introduce myself and share with you my experience in first 90 days. My name is Sinti. I came from uh, China, Beijing. I landed in Canada since uh, last July, almost uh, more than one year. Already. Uh, I have a 12 year working experience in China. Okay. I think you said you go, you chose the name Wilson to go by. 
Yeah. Instead of Cinti, but Cinti is a beautiful name. How did you find Wilson? Uh, actually, uh, that's a very good question. I love it. And uh, actually, Cinti is even、uh, a little bit difficult to pronounce by Chinese people, or majority of Chinese people. <laughs> but、uh, Cinti is a given name by my parents, and、uh, when I have opportunity to name myself, I will make a unique、uh, English name. But、uh, it seems not too complex when I choose a name from.、Uh, A letter A. I find that until I W, I got、uh, Wilson. It, it's it's not too common like Williams,、oh, okay. <laughs> but it's still a little bit unique. Good choice, but we also like Cinti. Okay, yeah, yeah. Cinti is a a good name for sure.、Um, so Anita and I are wondering、mm-hmm. what stories you might have to tell about your your first experiences here in Saskatoon. What amazed you? And was there anything you were not happy about, or you know, surprised or disappointed? Thank you、uh, for the first question. What amazed me、uh, most,、uh, I think, although I live in、uh, China, the capital city of the capital city Beijing, I never drive in Beijing after I passed the driver license in two thousand and seven. Which means that、uh, it's a big challenge for me to. I live in Saskatoon because I have to have a car. Not have to, but、uh, we would like to have a car. Yeah. And、uh, well, we, a car we... will save you from the frostbite. <laughs> oh, definitely. And、uh, so I forgot everything about the driving. Yeah, that that amazed me a lot because、uh, I I passed the driving road test only once and got ninety eight scores.、That's、oh,、awesome. excellent! You got it the first time. Yeah. Oh, fantastic, Cindy. Yeah, what amazed me most because、uh, even some driver coach told me that you you have a little opportunities to pass that road test based、mm. on your skills. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, no kidding. And、uh, did they have hope that? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't believe in you. <laughs> I even didn't believe myself, but I, I, I think even you, you didn't pass it. What's cost? If I pass it, but I didn't have a skill, that will really cost me a lot. Yes,、uh, it would. And so many newcomers go through that test so many times. So、yeah. you, you, you're really lucky. In Beijing, the majority relies on public transportation, and、uh, I don't believe that the rest of my life will need to have a car. If I still live in Beijing,、uh-huh. but the public transportation is very sophisticated there, isn't it? It's、uh, very broad and、um, yeah. Because I find、complex. I find that fascinating. You know that、um, mm-hmm. you know in Beijing, I've never been to Beijing before.、Yeah. You could survive without、sure. without driving your own yeah. car. Yeah, I know, and you wouldn't be late for appointments, and you、mm-hmm. could go anywhere you want to. Yeah,、um, and then you come to Canada, and suddenly you realize,、mm-hmm. oh, I need to have a car. Like I can't rely. Yeah,、so、yeah. we we could not say a car is a luxury in China or even in Beijing, such big city. But you didn't feel that you save some cost or save some time when you have a car because too crowded on the road.、Mm, yeah, yeah, that's true. In Istanbul, there's buses every thirty seconds. It's、uh, a city of eighteen million, so、yeah. I <laughs> I couldn't get used to waiting a half an hour for a bus. But yeah, yeah. What amazes me most is that、uh, I got a lot of help from others when I、mm. try to pass the road test from some、uh, new friends. They they know me. I have a little experience,、mm. which means that they have to face some、uh, risks.、Uh, it's so impressive for me, and、uh, that's why it really touches me to help others.、Mm. Yeah,、Very、to inherit that spirit. 
That's that's really that's nice. Um, so apart from you know the driving and um, mm -hmm. um, again, you wouldn't want to hear my own stories about you know the driving <laughs> test and all that. Um, was there anything else that shocked you or surprised you? Uh, mm -hmm. Maybe because you, know, you said like in China you didn't have to drive so much, mm -hmm. um, and then coming here you realize you have to. Perhaps in Beijing, you know, mm -hmm. your primary mode of communication was a different language, mm -hmm. and then now in Canada you suddenly realize you have to speak. In know a certain language to mm -hmm. everybody you meet you know yeah. was that was that also mm -hmm. something that shocked you and that how did you deal with that that transition from speaking uh it is really a new challenge and actually uh myself be curious uh, six and not so high and uh, i still try to improve my english skills i found it's a little bit okay to take a tour uh, take as a tourism but uh, if you want to survive, you want to have a job, you have a lot of improvement. Mm -hmm. Still learning on the fly and uh, challenge. If I want to go to see a doctor, I find there are a lot of professional terms. I need to find it on the dictionary <laughs> soon. When I try to talk with others about uh, some professional aspects, I still need to check a lot of new words. You mentioned um, looking for work or a job. Um, yeah. May we ask what you were doing in Beijing before oh, you came? Yeah. What your work was? Uh, I have a 12 year work experience. Uh, four year is all about uh, accounting and uh, internal control mm. and uh, internal audit. And uh, the eight year is all about the risk management and the internal control. So that was a pretty good position then. Uh, somehow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and so what may we, may we ask what you're doing now in Canada for work? Uh, was it hard to find work? Or? Yeah, definitely. I haven't found uh, work yet and I uh, just uh, still looking for a job, but. Uh, oh, it's been a year. Yeah. Little bit of change. And uh, at the beginning, I still want to find a job related to risk management, but right now I, I'm open. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have to be open. <laughs> well, there's a lot of risk management these days with COVID and all sorts of things. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. But you're hopeful and um, yeah, yeah, we're hopeful for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Is there anything you miss about Beijing? Yeah, I, I miss my parents in Beijing, uh, especially in this uh, COVID season. And I have talked to Michael. My mother got a uh, lung cancer. This oh, year, at the beginning of this year, uh, during the pandemic period. And, uh, it's tough. It cost me a lot of time to help him and to help, help my parents. Maybe too many people rely on public transportation, which means it has uh, two sides. Yeah. yeah. Too crowded is not so good under COVID season. And, yeah. uh, well, which may remind newcomers. When you came to Canada or before your landing, you need to take care of your relatives, parents, family members, and keep in touch with them, uh, share with some good news to make them uh, feel happy. It's also your responsibility. For yeah. sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So if you had friends in Beijing yeah. who are thinking of coming to Canada, because you are discussing culture shock, right? Yeah. Um, what is the one thing you would tell them, you mm -hmm. know, to prepare for? Like, you know what? If you're coming to Canada, you uh, must know this or you must do this. Uh, uh there's a lot. <laughs> I think that the most important thing is to try your best to create a harmonious atmosphere in your family. Uh, because for us, we are hurry to fix a lot of things at the very beginning. When we feel 
we there will be some conflicts. Yeah, we, because in in China everybody seems very busy. We are trying to fix this, fix that, and uh, do everything at the same time. And uh, it seems very busy. Although something is not uh, necessary, uh, but uh, in Canada the pace is very slow. Everybody is very peaceful and uh, lower your expectation. Maybe in your home country it's not goes like that. But uh, you have when you in Rome do what the Romans do. Try to keep the same pace to others, and uh, which means not to, to do everything slowly. <laughs> <laughs> Slow down. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you, Sinti, for these great insights and for sharing some of your stories with Michael and I. It's been really good to have you here. Yeah, it's my honor. <laughs> So thanks for joining us today, everyone. Next time on Culture Clinic, we'll explore another fascinating topic with stories from another guest. Michael and I always welcome your feedback and suggestions. Please write us at culturalbridging@sods.sk.ca. And、um, on that very inspiring note from、um, Cindy about managing expectations, we appreciate you, our dear listeners. Until next week, remember to keep safe, keep distance. I keep alive.